0: Welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. We pray that this episode will bring to you a word of encouragement as you walk through the wilderness of life. May your spirits be lifted and your souls fed as God's word is proclaimed today. Now, here's your hosts, Joe Moats and Jonathan Bosby And greetings today to all of our listening friends and welcome to yet another episode of A Word for the Wilderness. You know, I'm pretty excited about this episode. I've been excited about it for a long time. It's not every day that we're going to get to do what we get to do today, right Jonathan? <laughs> You're right, Joe. You're right, Joe. That's exactly right. I am right, Joe. Thank you for saying that. And I'm excited about what all is going to happen today. You know,
1: how you doing, brother Jonathan? doing fantastic I, you see We're i didn't use the word amazing fantastic yeah i didn't use really? the word
0: amazing good i'm very happy it's fantastic for you. fantastic so,
1: huh something new out there something new yeah for me what what's wrong with the old stuff preacher <laughs> amazing that's right go. that's what i'm talking about you know you're doing okay you're doing all right you're doing man. i'm doing all right how are you doing oh, how's that biscuits and gravy what? feeding you <laughs> i'm doing wonderful
0: <laughs> just wonderful you know the lord's been good and uh he's been better to us than we deserve and you know you know brother a lot of folks are like man i, I don't i don't have a reason to shout i don't have a reason to sing i don't have a reason to smile brother you're breathing. Right, you, you live in, <laughs> Amen. You, you could be dead, preacher, you could be in hell right You're now. You're right. You could be in hell, you could be in jail.
1: I'll get out on bail. <laughs> I'm sorry I stole you that stole from of you, thunder, but, but still, uh-huh. hey, so... You know you know why I'm excited about today, preacher? No, I don't know, preacher. Me
0: neither. It's, so, it's not every day... I know it's not every day. ...that, <laughs> that we have the opportunity to have a real, I mean, famous... Well-known, well-sought-after celebrity in the studio. Do you know that? <laughs> you know that guy sitting right beside you. Yeah. A celebrity. Amen. I, this man, he is sought after. Everybody wants to have him on their podcast. Everybody right. wants to have him on if their they have Facebook a podcast live. If Caden if Johnston was doing Instagram, I mean, he want him <laughs> on there. Preach the word Jesus. Says Amen. Love you, brother, Caden. I mean, if brother
1: Will, brother
0: Will, I still can't say his last <laughs> name.
1: Cracker Smacker. Whacker. Yeah, Karrasca, Oh, bitch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have told him. He probably that. don't even listen anyway. Yeah. That's all right.
0: You know, if churches, you know, churches want him all the time. A celebrity right here in the Word for the Wilderness studio. I'm excited about this. Go ahead and toss that microphone on. I, I, I've i been honored to have in my presence our dear friend, Brother Emmett Soser. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing fantastic, bro. Oh. How are you doing? <laughs> no, I ain't doing as good as you, brother. <clears throat> Man, I'm so thankful that you took time. I know you're busy. Man, I know everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was not in an agreement. I know everybody you know wants to have, but thank you. For just no. spending time with the lowly us, you Thank know? you know. No sir, inviting. no sir. Thank you. You know, brother, it's it's good to see you. I'm glad you're up here. It's good to see you. And uh, I appreciate, brother Emmett. Brother Emmett's a student here at college. And uh, where are you from, brother Emmett? So I'm from <clears throat> Mexico. Yeah, really. Yeah, I'm from uh, Puebla, Mexico. Re- Puebla. Puebla. What's in Puebla, preacher? What what? <laughs> what's in Puebla? What what's there? What what's what goes on in Puebla, Mexico? There's uh, food. Oh, well, that's yeah. good. You yeah. can stop right there. You've got my attention. Uh, that's, that's great. Well, you know, when I first came on the campus and I saw Brother Emmett for the first time. Oh, yes. <laughs> I said to myself, you know, this is why God sent me here. <laughs> this is why God sent me to California, because he wanted me a, a, a well-educated, right, a, a, a great person (laughs) from from the south to come out here and be a missionary to all these people out here who don't know how to talk right Mm. you don't know what kind of food to eat you don't know how to live you don't know how to act and i saw brother Emmett i says you know what lord that's my calling right there so i've been working with brother Emmett. i've been trying to teach him some words right oh yeah what are some of them words i've been teaching you you tell me like um Amen, brother. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's really right. good. And the, the other one, uh I'm man.
2: I man. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. I I'm 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 man. I man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have the
0: answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you tell me. Uh, oh yes. Oh, good. I yeah. like that. That's a good one. Oh yes. Um. Yeah. Uh. Oh, well, glory. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, I I text my pastor, and it doesn't matter <laughs> what I text him. Most of the time, his response is just those two. Well, glory but i know what that means you know there's well glory and then there's where <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah and then there's
1: <laughs> oh i
0: have one more oh okay what is it hallelujah hallelujah bro. no hallelujah right no. hallelujah bro. that's it that's yeah. it spot on man of god spot on man yeah. man you're you're making me happy right now <laughs> brother you're you fulfilled your service you fulfilled Amen, your calling you can brother. go and talk to whoever she is preacher brother Emmett thank you so much for being in the studio thank you god bless you man i appreciate your friendship and your spirit a great isn't he great john he's great
1: now don't ask him how he got to america Uh, because he may get into trouble oh brother no matter how you
0: got here i'm just (laughs) glad you're here preacher shaking my hand and what a blessing he is to the hearts of every man woman boy and girl well I'm. Hey, hey, <laughs> I'm, man. I'm gonna step away from the microphone. Jonathan's gonna take control. We've got oh, oh, preacher. What, you, you need your Bible, preacher. Amen, hey, man. Yes, sir. Hey, Amen. What are you? What are you wanting to do? What Nothing,
1: you, preacher. All right. Are we Go all right? With what yeah,
0: we're, about we're to all right. Do? Are we're you all sure? right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna get ready to step away from the microphone. Jonathan, I'm gonna let you introduce your guests that you have with you today, and then if if both of you want to say something, give a shout out to you know, the Lord, or I don't know. Uh, Y'all can do whatever you want to do. I'm going to step away, brother. You just take away from here. I'm going to let y'all get situated here, and uh, hallelujah, take it away, my dear, beloved friend. Oh, he's got to whisper
1: something first, preacher. I got to get the mic. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. Oh, (laughs) forgive me. Today Uh, I have two of uh, uh, good friends, two of my really good friends, and uh, that's Mrs. Ginnard and Savannah. Mrs. Ginnard, please... uh, uh, <laughs> please come up to the mic and and so uh, I'm so glad that they're here today they're here to uh, spend some time in Santa Clara, spend some time here to have a great time here, thank you Joe for letting me do this and uh, sure, and really thankful, so there's uh, I've been to the church where they serve at I've been to the church where they be at that's the Great Berean Baptist Church in Rockford, Illinois I was there for um, my summer, I was interning there and they do a great job. They work in the bus ministry. Their whole family is involved in the bus ministry. Mrs. Ginnard, I've, I've heard about how you got saved. And would you mind telling us how you got saved, please?
2: Well, I'm not sure exactly what you want me to say or how much you want me to say. Um, I was brought up in a, in a single mother's home, mm-hmm. um, didn't know my father. Um, people coming in and out of our house all the time, um, got involved with some bad friends, made some wrong choices, mm-hmm. um, and was just trying to f- fulfill a void that I had in my heart and was trying everything to fill it and nothing would, nothing would, uh, fit that void perfectly. And uh, my mom had remarried, and uh, we moved up here from the suburbs of, Ch- or up to Rockford area mm-hmm. from the suburbs of Chicago. And a friend of mine invited me to church, a friend of mine from school. And um, I went, and I just remember uh, the preacher saying, If you don't know for sure today that you would die, or that you would go to heaven when you die, raise your hand. And I didn't even have to think about it. It was just like, like Brother Joe was saying, the Holy Ghost just <laughs> came and pulled my hand straight Amen. up, and, uh-huh. um, and, I, and I got saved that day, and my life's never been the same.
1: Wow, that's amazing. I, I heard that Neighborhood Bible Time reached you. It was Neighborhood Bible Time, and uh, that's amazing. I worked with them for a year. I traveled uh, with Neighborhood Bible Time, and that's amazing. That's, that was so good to know that what they do is still working, what they do helped you. And it's amazing to see from the background that you've come from and now to see what you do. And, uh, and tell us about uh, the teen church. And tell us about, if there was one thing, one suggestion, or there was one thing that you would let the teen workers know. Like, we are a lot of young people here. And, uh, and you've, been, you've, ex- you've been experienced. You've met a lot of people. You've worked with a lot of teens. If there's one thing that you would teach us or let us know, what would that be?
2: Um, I would say the one thing is, is, one, to make sure you walk with the Lord. But mm-hmm. two, let those kids know that you love them. Mm-hmm. And you're right. They know if you're just if you're just talking the talk, you got to right. walk the walk and talk right. the talk. And if you let them know you love them, if they know you love them, you'll have far greater potential of reaching them um, for the Lord. But they've got to know that you love them. Right. And, um, our our teenage kids every week they leave, I tell them, I say, Hey, I love you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're getting that at home or not. You're right. I don't know if they have. You know, most of them don't have two-parent households. Right. Um, most of them are getting screamed at and cussed at by their parents or their mom or right auntie or grandma. So I would say the one thing is to, to love them, but to let them know that you love
1: them. Right. That is so important. That is really so important. And I think, Joe, you would agree with me, too, that they need love. The kids need love. They need to know that we love them. They need to know that somebody cares for them. And a few weeks ago, I met with one of our bus kids, and we, they were saved, a guy, a boy, and a girl. They were saved, and we were talking to them about baptism, and the mom did not even care that they were getting baptized. And they were the kids were ready to get baptized. I was trying to explain to the mom that I cannot do it without her permission. She said, hey, just do whatever you want to do. I, I'll let you do it. And that was so sad to know that the mom really didn't care about them getting baptized. I told her mom... Okay, come at least come and see see them getting baptized. But she didn't want to do it, and and that's just amazing what you do. And I've seen you, I've seen you, I've seen you, and Mr. Mr. Ginnett work with the teens. And thank you so much for what you do, and uh, thank you for all that you do for the bus kids. Miss Savannah, uh, you work with the junior B, um, and you work with the bus, and you have a heart for the teens and you have a heart for the kids and you have a heart for them and how did you at what point did you gain that interest or did you gain that heart for the kids?
3: I actually watched my parents um, growing up I was part of Youth B because I wasn't old enough to be in church by myself so I got to be a part of um, teen church for a lot of my life and I watched my parents and how much they loved the bus kids. But really, um, honestly, what stirred my heart for the bus kids and the bus route is coming here to GSBC. I worked my freshman year and I loved the bus route. And I continued on the bus routes for all four years and um, made relationships with the kids. I have pictures with them. I made sure I knew their names and the Lord just gave me a love for them. and. Um, just a desire to reach them and like my mom said you know they don't come from the best of homes and i think it's really important that when they come to church that they not only hear the stories of jesus but they know that jesus loves them Mm. um, no matter where they are and no matter where they're from
1: right that's that's really that's amazing so um if there's one thing that you would let us know or tell us or teach us about junior b or or the kids you've been in it uh but what would that be
3: I would say to learn their names because for junior BH kids, it's very important to them. It's a small thing, but it's very important to them to know their names rather than just seeing them as a number for your bus route or for your church, whatever. Just know their names and get to know them, know them, um, you know, their favorite subjects in school, or just make a small connection, and that will go a long way in um, your ability to witness to them and the Lord um, will be able to lead you in ways that you wouldn't be able to if you didn't make that connection.
1: Wow that the word that you used is so important connection to connect with the kids is just so important. Oftentimes we think that you know we're doing a great job by just getting them to church by doing giving them uh, candies and by doing a lot of things but that word that you use really connection is the most important thing that you said. Well, you helped us with that so much. Thank you, Miss Savannah, and thank you, Mrs. Ginnert, for your time, and thank you uh, for that. And uh, I hope we could learn and glean from what we heard from them. Uh, so important to know that we ought to love the bus kids not only to love the bus kids but it's so important to have connection uh, with the bus kids Joe is there anything that you would add or anything that you'd say about it
0: you know that really helped me it really did I, I have the privilege of working in the teen church and with the C ministry here and uh, in fact I spent all day today studying and preparing and, and, and praying and praying over these bus kids and praying over these teens and uh, just the fact that reminder that I needed to make a connection with them the favorite subject in school you know favorite color or you know pets or you know just different things like that man what a blessing that is certainly a needed ministry and thankful for those that have a burden for it
1: well, that's amazing, and 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 I use the it's word amazing. amazing. I, I just love the word amazing. And and as we said last week that we were going to start out with a new series, uh, when I'm doing it, from the book of Daniel, and we're going to study. I don't know. We'll see how it goes, maybe chapter by chapter or verse by verse at some point or story by story at some point. And Joe is in the New Testament, and I'd like to be in the Old Testament. I wouldn't like to be long today. We all know the story of Daniel uh, from the book of Daniel. We all know what Daniel had to go through so, I'd just like to give three things as we get into, three things that I would lay as a foundation as we would get into the book of Daniel. Now, Daniel is an amazing man. Daniel is a great man. And all that he went through was, was just, if you were to look at what Daniel went through, it's a dark time, it's a dark hour. The times that he went through, he had nothing in control. But here's what I like to say. God was in control. The book of Daniel, chapter number one, begins with a dark time. And during this dark time, here's what happened. Judah was taking control. Judah was besieged. Judah was taken away by a king, by a heathen king, by the Babylonians. Judah, Jerusalem, the land that was promised, the land that was prosperous, the land that was protected by God, the land that had the house of God was now taken under the heathens, was taken under the people of Babylonians. It, it is a dark hour, but may I say, if you were to turn your Bible to the book, if you have it, but if you don't, that's okay. I will read it out to you. The book of Daniel, chapter number 1, verses 2. Guess what? the Bible says and the Lord gave mm. I just like to leave that as a foundation as we get into the book of Daniel there's a lot of things that's going to happen into the book of Daniel the first half of the book of Daniel is practical the second half is prophetic and we see a lot of exciting things that's going to take place in the second half but I love the first half because you get to see God work in the first half you get to see God can do anything at any point at any moment at any time and at his will at his effort because he's 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 a mighty God he's an able God he's got strength he's got power he's got anything that he wants to do and he will do it according to what he wants to do here's what the bible says daniel the book of daniel chapter one verses two the first half the first part of it the first line says and the lord gave here's what it shows it shows that it was the plan of god now you may be thinking man it's a dark hour you may be thinking what's going on you may be thinking things are going out of control but here's what was happening everything was falling into place yeah. while it seemed like everything was breaking apart everything was falling into place it was the plan of God because God had told Jeremiah that listen Jeremiah 70 years my people are going to be led into captivity 70 years they're going to be with the people of Babylon and 70 years they're going to be under pain and trials and struggles but listen after 70 years I'm going to get them out of it that was a yeah. plan of God as we go through the book of Daniel here's what's important to know that it is the plan of God it's yeah. happening according to God and Secondly it is the path of God. And what's the difference between plan and path? Brother Jonathan, here's the difference. Now, if you were to fly from California, if you were to fly from San Jose to Atlanta, you can fly through Arizona. You can Mm -hmm. fly to L.A. You can fly through a lot of other places. But the plan, but the path is, I would like to fly all the way from California. I'd go to Arizona, take another airplane, and go to Atlanta. That would be the path that I'd want to go. And that's the same way, not only the plan, but the path was chosen by God. That's why the Bible clearly states that Daniel had to go in the lion's den, and, and the three Hebrew boys had to go through the fire. That was the path that they had to go. There's no way that they could escape it. So if you were thinking that, man, I wish they had time where they could escape things, they mm-hmm. couldn't. It's the plan of God. And finally, it was not, the, it was not only the plan of God. It, because it was God's plan, God provides. Hey. Here's what happened. Daniel and the other guys, they did not want to eat the meat of the king. Mm-hmm. They did not want to eat that food, but God provided them strength. Because it was the plan and the path of God, God provided them. And see, they went into the fire, but came out not even smelling like fire. Sometimes Joe smokes, and I get to know that he smokes, because I know he smokes. He oh, smells all the, the way. Just the Winstons, and, so, and some dope sometimes, oh, but I'm oh, oh, kidding oh, about that, that but... But they did not even smell like fire.
3: Amen. Why?
1: God provides. Daniel I went that. to the lion's den. Why? God provides. If you are in the plan of God and in his path, he's going to provide. Mm. So as we go through the book, it's so important to know these two words, Lord gave, or three words, the Lord Gave. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to get into this
0: study of the book of Daniel. What a great book. Love what he said. First half practical, second half prophetical, but it all blends together to give us something great that is applicable for us today. Well, folks, God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode we had today. Thank you to the Ginners for being here. Thank you, Emmett. Wherever he went to. He's not here. <laughs> uh, hey, Enjoy. Amen. Tenorita. <laughs> As we right. E-R. sure. Amen. Well, folks, hope you have a great day in church tomorrow. God bless you. Tune in again next week, and until next time, trust God and do some good.
1: Amen, everybody. Win some souls today. Thank you for
0: listening to A Word for the Wilderness. Be sure to subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook
3: to stay up to date with what's happening at A Word for the Wilderness.